You're listening to the What the Chuck Podcast with Megan Rage. I don't know if I'm going to make it through this episode. I'm going to try my best, though. Like, as in, obviously, you're going to hear it, but I'm going to start recording right now and see how it goes. But I'm in like a really hashtag rage mood. And so I don't know if this bitchiness is going to work for me or against me. So we'll get a little ways in and we'll figure it out. I might have to scrap it. Who knows? I might not. Let me just say, let me just say, first of all, that I know that I say, let me just tell you all the time. A few of you have pointed it out. I also say, I think I talked about it in another episode. And I also say, so yeah, or um, yeah, or yes. I mean, I know what I say. I hear it. I accept it. I hope that we can move past it. Hopefully it's not getting on your nerves. I also say hopefully a lot. There's a lot of things that I need to work on. I'm well aware. I started off the week this week on a not great note. Monday morning, wake up, get my coffee, do the things that I do in the morning, which kind of differs from day to day. Sometimes I eat breakfast. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I have time to make the bed. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do my hair. Sometimes I don't. Okay, I lie. I never do my hair. So Monday morning, I get up and um, I am doing my things that I do. And I go to walk down the stairs and Benny gets, motherfucker, two minutes in. And I realized that I forgot to turn the sound off because I got all these text messages that came through at once, one from my boss, one from my groomer, and then one from my friend that was like, hey, are we still on for this weekend? I was like, huh? We we had plans this weekend. And she was like, yeah, remember we made plans like a month ago? I'm like, yeah, I mean, I have so much. I, I mean, I can't. I can't even. Normally, I'm so good about keeping track of things. But lately, I just my mind is somewhere else. I feel like I can't commit to anything. I'm overwhelmed by everyone trying to make plans. And I just I can't. I, I don't know what it is, but I just can't. So anyways, the day started off bad because I Benny got under my feet and I knew this was going to happen. I think about it all the time when I go down the stairs. I'm like, I'm going to fall one day and it's going to be bad. And that day was today. I fell so freaking hard to the point where I cried like a kid, like ugly cried, like Kim Kardashian. I'm quitting keeping up ugly cried like it was so bad. And I just laid on the couch and I cried and cried and cried. And then I got in the shower and I was like, please don't fall in here. Anyways, I've been checking the bruise throughout the day. I'm recording this as I'm on a break. I've been checking the bruise throughout the day and it is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's on my ass, but it feels like it's up into my back as well. Like my butt hurts, but also like the right side of my back hurts. And the bruise is so huge on my right butt cheek. Like it is massive and it's so dark. And it's what, how many hours in? I don't even know. And then my back was already hurting because yesterday I was on a pool floaty during the day and Brett was like, I'm going to dive over you. And he didn't make it. And he, his legs hit my back and my like, I cannot describe to you. It felt like the wind got knocked out of me, but from behind. So my back was already sore. So I've just been like trying to ice it all day, but it hurts to sit down. And of course, I'm now working eight hours a day where I have to be in a chair. It's just rough. So I'm grumpy as hell. And now's a good time to talk about Justin Hartley because man, that guy freaking fires me the hell up. So Justin Hartley went to the MTV Movie Awards and people were suspecting that he was maybe engaged or got married or maybe it was some stupid promise ring because he had a ring on his finger and so did his girlfriend. I refuse to learn her name because I reject this relationship. (laughs) So they both had rings on and then it came out that they actually got married in a secret ceremony. We don't know when exactly, like we don't have all the details, but it was recent and he's only been officially divorced from Chrishell for three months. Can you imagine? I'm just waiting for her to post something. She's either not going to post anything at all or she's going to post something like very witty and you can tell that it's aimed at him, but she's not going to be direct. 
I just feel like, first of all, this new woman whose name I refuse to learn is nothing in comparison to Chriselle. And that's saying a lot because even I think Chriselle is super annoying. She is nothing in comparison to her. She is, I, I feel like it is too soon. I feel like, was this relationship possibly happening before Chriselle and Justin even split? It just has to be so heartbreaking for Chriselle to see. I've been like creeping her Instagram all day to see if she says anything or I don't know. She's probably crying, eating eating a Ben and Jerry's or she's selling a million dollar home in Beverly Hills. I mean, it's a toss up. But either way, I just can't believe it. And I feel like everyone that's in my DMs talking about this because I posted about it has said that they hate him. And I feel the same. And I also feel like his This Is Us character is kind of how he is in real life. Like he seems like an asshole who makes um, rash decisions and doesn't really think things through. That's just the impression that I get from him based off of Instagram and the little I know about his life, you know, because we're close personal friends. But I feel like he doesn't have a lot of fans. And I, f I don't want to say that it's affected This Is Us because I'm sure it hasn't. But when I watch This Is Us, I'm like, ew, him. <sighs> and 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 even so, seeing obviously by the time this podcast comes out, we'll have seen Tuesday night's episode. And in the previews, it seems like he's having second thoughts about his marriage to Madison, which just makes me like, ill, ill, make up your mind about something. Stick to your guns. Like, why are you so fucking wishy-washy? I hate it. It makes me not like him. And it, ugh, it just everything about him just drives me crazy. So I hope him and his new wife are very happy together. Honestly, rub it in our faces a little more. Making the appearance at an award ceremony like Dagger Through the Heart. Was Chriselle there? I didn't watch the awards. I didn't even know that they were on. I feel like they did a really bad job promoting because I probably would have recorded them at least if I would have known. But I just had no idea until it was too late. And at that point, I was like, meh, I already have other plans tonight. So I'm not going to watch them, you know? Anyways, um, it was a it was a weekend we had. It was the first weekend where we didn't have like a ton of plans and plans have been very overwhelming to me. Like they've been giving me actual anxiety. I know I say I have anxiety about a lot of things, but I've just been feeling overwhelmed, I think, with my new schedule and having a ton of things in my schedule outside of work is not what I want to be doing at the moment. I just feel like my time is precious and because I don't have a lot of time to do the things that I love, I feel like I need to make time and I really need to be um, stern with my boundaries that I set for myself and for other people in my life. So I'm really putting that into practice. I sound very one with the earth right now. But our weekend started out on Friday. We realized we didn't have plans and Brett was like, should we go take Benny somewhere? And I was like, yeah, let's go to a brewery. And I don't really know very many breweries. So I put the question out on Facebook or no Instagram. And I got a ton of replies of people recommending all these places. And someone said bike dog in West Sac. And I was thinking to myself, OK, well, something that's not downtown seems safe because, you know, people want to stay downtown. Or at least that was my thought. We pulled up and it was packed, like no parking spots. So, so busy. So someone had said that there was another brewery really close to there called Camp House. So we went there. And I'm very confused on the mask rules. Like uh, the CDC said, if you're vaccinated, you're you don't have to wear masks inside. Right. So I go inside Camp House and I don't have my mask on and other people do. But I feel like some people didn't as well. And I said, like, are you guys dog friendly? What's the deal here? So he gave me the, the 411 
Um, and I went out and I told Brett and we decided to stay there for a beer. So I go back inside and I didn't have my mask on. I was like, do I have to wear my mask? I was like, I'm so unsure what the rules are right now. He's like, yes, you still have to wear your mask inside. And I was like, oh, okay. So I put it on. No big deal, right? But then Brett got, and I got into this big like discussion about it because he was like, you don't have to wear your mask inside. It says it right here. He was reading me all these articles and I was reading him back all these articles. And I'm like, I'm so confused on the line. And then we went to Costco and everyone's wearing masks. There's still signs at the pet food shop that we go to that says that your masks have to be worn. So I was just so confused. So anyways, we got beers and we sat down in this brewery. It was nice. Like the beers that we had were good, but there was no one there. You could get food, but it it's funny because I'm like, I wanted somewhere mellow. And then this place was just a little too mellow. Like there was absolutely no one there. There was a woman's paint night happening inside. So we had our drinks and then we left there to go to Sac City Brews, which we got a table right away, which was shocking. It was busy, but it was chill. You know, like we got a table. We were able to sit down. The problem is right now with Benny is... He loves people so much. If you meet Benny, he's going to get so excited. It's going to be as if he is trying to be one with you. He is trying to get in your skin. Like he is so, so excited. So when we get around a bunch of people and if anyone comes up to him or if anyone makes eye contact with him or if anyone's just in the vicinity of where we're sitting, he's going absolutely crazy And he also just chokes himself in his collar because he's trying to pull away and smell all the things and see all the other dogs and see all the people. So he's constantly like choking, coughing, and then resuming pulling at his collar. So we can't just sit there with him and like tie him on a on a leg chair and like, you know, have a couple beers and have dinner. We have to physically be holding his leash very tight and close to us. And we have to constantly like distract him with a treat or with our attention or with water. It's constant work being out with him. And I know that the more that we do it, the easier it'll be. But it's like, hey, can you hold him while I eat my dinner? And then I'll hold him while you eat your dinner. That sort of thing, which it's cute. And like, I love people coming up to him, even though our trainer told us not to do that and he will calm down. But I just I feel like I'm not going to be like, no, don't touch him. You know, I don't know. I like that he likes people. And I know that over time it will get better. Like I was looking around at all these other dogs that were just sitting under the table while their owners had conversation and we can't do that because we're like Benny 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 (laughs) it's just a lot of work so we left the brewery exhausted feel like we only had two beers and we had some food and we were like we need to take him home and he was pooped when we got home and it was all good and then the next day we were like, we just wanted to, since we didn't have a lot of plans with other people, we just needed, wanted to do things with Benny and needed to do things around the house. So it was just the perfect opportunity to take him to the dog park, which was another thing that was um, stressing me out a little bit because our trainer also said about dog parks, because Benny hasn't been around a lot of dogs, that it can be, you know, bad if he doesn't act well and there's, you know, bigger dogs there. So I, dog parks were not even a thought in my mind. But Saturday evening, Brett was like, there's a dog park that I always pass. We should take him. And it's the one that's off of like Monroe over there by mm, Loman's Plaza, kind of. So I looked at the Yelp reviews, which was a mistake. All the Yelp reviews were so bad. Like, watch out for this dog and watch out for these owners. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put my phone down. We'll drive by. If it looks nice, then we'll stop. 
So we drove by and there wasn't a lot of people there. So we decided to go in and I was, my mind was instantly at ease when we walked up because there was big dogs to one side and small dogs to the other side. So we went into the small dog area and there was friendly people around and we took Benny off the leash and he had the time of his life. He was playing with all the dogs. He can run so fast. Like he was out running all the dogs there. He was having dogs chase him and he was chasing dogs and he would go hide under people's legs that were like sitting around the park, wanted nothing to do with Brett and I. Brett was like, I'm pretty sure if we left right now, he would have no idea. He was just having the time of his life running under benches, chasing dogs. Um, he knew immediately where to get water from. Someone came up to me and said, didn't you say that this is his first time at the dog park? I was like, yeah and they were like we had to train our dog to get water from that thing I can't believe that he just went up there and knew that the water came out of that and I was like oh he's so smart the downside to this dog park was that there's absolutely no grass it was just dirt and like brush in some areas and he was running I'm talking all over the place so we had to take him to go get a bath afterwards which he did not love but we love that because then he smells really nice and it also just gets him more and more used to being in a bath because we do take him pretty frequently so anyways had the best day took him to the dog park we stayed for like 30 minutes then took him to get a bath and he was wiped when we got home and then the next day the plan was to wake up and take him to Ansel Hoffman to take him for a walk around there so we pull up and Brett and I are in a heated conversation. So we're not really paying attention to our surroundings. I have to say, though, I feel like I'm talking fast and I'm trying not to. And I assure you, I haven't had coffee in hours and I am dead tired. So if I'm talking, I guess it's just I'm trying to slow down. I feel like my thought process, it's just flowing today. So I'm trying to get it all out. So I, I don't know if we weren't in this deep conversation. I don't know if we would have thought twice about this. But we go to the trail and instantly um, Benny runs into the the brush, like the white, like grass, like the area that's not green. It's white. It's like the, and it's prickly. The things that are sticking out of the ground. I don't know, you guys. I'm not a nature person. Benny is running in all that, obviously on the leash. And Brett goes, aren't there rattlesnakes around this year, like snakes? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's something to think about. So we like pause for a second. And Benny is running around us from one side of the trail to the other. And all of a sudden we look down and he is covered in like a hundred stickers all over his body. And you can tell that he's in pain in some areas. And so he's walking super slow. We get him off the trail. We go off to the side. All these people are coming up to him, wanting to pet him. And he's still excited, but he's not, There's he's lost his steam a little bit. So we start picking some of the stickers out. A couple people stop and like help us. This little old lady stopped and wanted to talk to us about all the dogs that she's had. And she was kind of helping us. But there was just this one place near his ear, what we thought, that was obviously hurting him. He kept putting his face down to the ground and we couldn't figure out what was there and Brett's like what if he has a tick and so we were like freaking out about that so we we walk along the pavement like right when you're driving into Ansel Hoffman you can either go on the trail or you can drive along or you can walk along the road so we start walking along the road to go off into like a grassy area that's just a little ways ahead right past the station where you pay to park so we go over to the grass and Brett goes to use the bathroom at Ansel and he comes back out and we're searching all over his body and we just cannot figure out what's hurting him we can't see anything on his cheek or in his ear and so we're like okay we need to abort mission we need to take him home and investigate like first you know we're freaking out I'm like oh my god what if something's lodged in his ear does his ear look red to you I'm like sweating 
Um, and he's not like really, you know, he's dragging his butt on the ground. I see that there's little stickers in his butthole. I mean, it's so bad. So we get him into the car and I had got my brother, um, something early for his birthday. So we stopped by my brother's house to drop it off. And I tell him, telling my sister-in-law, like Benny has something stuck in his face or something. And she goes over, pulls it out immediately. It was like a sticker of like a ball, one of those like bally sticker things that hurt was stuck in like the corner of his mouth and he was fine after that came home brushed him out got tons of other little stickers out of his skin I felt so freaking bad like I felt so bad here I was we're gonna go on a like three to five mile walk he's gonna love it yeah he's not trained enough for all that like he can't walk on a trail I don't know what we were thinking he is not ready he seriously runs as far as he can on the leash the leash is completely stiff and he just like runs in circles at that (laughs) while the leash is like he is just next level excited so I should have known better next time we go I want to take him on a long walk but it's got to be we should have walked him just around Ansel and maybe we'll try again and just walk him around the perimeter like on the pavement over to the grass along the river I don't know I first time dog parent here I don't know what I'm doing and this weekend proved it because I feel like it was a lot of trial and error with Benny I know that it'll get better and things have gotten better. Notice I'm not complaining about all the things I was complaining about about before. And also Benny has made it to the screensaver on my phone. He is on the lock screen. Chuck is on the home screen. So, you know, I love him. (laughs) We have gotten to that stage in our relationship. I just don't know how to handle him sometimes, you know? I'm going to post this um, TikTok that I saw about masks. I'm barely on TikTok anymore, but I got on while I was icing my back and I saw a couple funny videos. I'm going to post one that has to do with masks because it is very confusing right now. I do not understand. And also I'm going to post this other TikTok, this girl She posted a TikTok about maintenance of lash extensions and her lashes are unreal and the comments are hilarious so I'm gonna post the video and then the comments at what the chuck podcast on Instagram so that you can see oh goodness it's so hilarious the mask thing though I just don't understand how they're gonna regulate it so if you're vaccinated you can take your mask off but we have no way of proving it in England Brett was telling me there's gonna be this system that you can load yourself to and you can show that as proof because everyone there had to have a number to register to get the shot and so it could be anyways we just need a better system because the honor system is not gonna work here the video that I found funny very relatable um, you can find it at what the Chuck podcast on Instagram. Um, nor. OK, so I talked about here I go. I talked about this Instagram account. I don't know, 10, 15 episodes ago. At the time, I thought it was Norris Black Book. I'm such a fucking idiot. It's Nori's Black Book. And it's the parody account where it's in the voice of Northwest. And she's talking about everyone in the family. She calls them the Malikas. And she um, calls some Sam. And she just has all, it's just so sarcastic and hilarious. And I had seen on Instagram, I'm so far behind on all my shows. So I had seen on Instagram that they find out who it is on the most recent episode. So I made it a point this weekend to catch up on keeping up with the Kardashians any second that I could when I was was folding laundry when I was drinking my coffee I was just watching the past few episodes to get caught up to the most recent and they meet this girl named Natalie who is behind Nori's black book 
and she's from Sacramento, dead. So I found her profile thanks to someone who sent it to me, and she's so funny. Like, I want to be her friend so bad. And, you know, like, sometimes you meet celebrities and you clam up. You don't know what to say, or you're this funny person behind a computer screen or behind a phone, but in real life, you're, like, awkward. Half the time, that's kind of how it is. This girl, Natalie, she was so funny when she was with them. She was totally herself or how she presents herself like on social media. She was not she was not shy. She was not timid. It was just the best interaction ever. And if you haven't watched, if you don't watch, you should just for that. And if you haven't watched yet, catch up and watch the episode. It's so good. I'm going to be on the lookout for her. If I ever see her out in public, I'm going to take a picture with her. And it's so funny because she took a picture with Kim and Chloe and they show that interaction on the show. And Kim's always like, like telling her how to pose. Like, I always like to put my chin down. <laughs> Thanks, Kim, for the tip. Are you telling me how to stand in a picture with you? Okay, perfect. Cool. I don't really have much to tell you um, on the work front. There's uh, not as many funny things have happened. I've been really trying to focus instead of making fun of people the past couple weeks. Um, but I did found, find out that they record our screens at all times. And I found this out because we were watching an example video of someone else that works there and they were playing the video. And in the background was their Microsoft Teams chat. And it was this guy who was his screen was being recorded and he was telling all these girls at work, oh, have a good day, beautiful. Oh, no, I know this guy at work is not telling people to have a good day, beautiful, hitting them with the have a good day, beautiful at work on Microsoft Teams on your work computer. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? I can't even. I said in our team's chat, I was like, please tell me someone else is seeing this guy's chat telling his coworkers to have a good day, beautiful. Everyone was like, I'm dead. Damn, super creeper vision. And someone said, Megan sees everything. I'm like, hell yes, I do. You better not be listening to my podcast. Oh, I almost made the mistake of... um you know, I said that they've been doing these th these themes on Microsoft Teams and one day it's 70s day and one day it's post your favorite picture, your favorite movie and flashback Friday. Well, I haven't been participating because I just, first of all, I'm not, I just, I just don't want to. That's really it. And I, I just don't want to. I'm just going to leave it as that. But then they told me today's theme and it was cats. And I was like, oh, okay. I might be able to let my guard down a little bit for this one. So I tried to put up a picture of Chuck. Number one, when you put a background up, it like cuts your hair off. So I look like I have no hair and it's not flattering. So I took it down immediately. But also I realized that it had Chuck's like front street thing on there. I posted the picture of him winning his front street check. And I'm glad that I took it down immediately without people asking questions. Because if I would have started talking about that, they would have found me and then it would have been all bad. So crisis averted. But on Friday before we ended class, one of the girls was like, I have a question. And the instructor was like, uh-huh. And she was like, so um, two weeks ago I had jury duty, but obviously we had training. So I just didn't respond or anything. And then I just got this failure to appear notice in the mail. So what do I do? And he was like, what? You got jury duty? You didn't tell anyone? Like you didn't tell us? Obviously, if you have jury duty, like your training, we would have to figure something out. And she's like, no, I just, I didn't, do, I didn't tell you guys because I knew that I couldn't miss training. You guys have been hammering that in. So I, I, I didn't, I just, I just didn't do anything about it. Now I have this failure to appear. Am I going to get arrested? And I'm like, oh my God, how did you get this job? Ma'am, how did you get this? Ma'am, how did you, how did you get this job? Please. How in the world? And he was like, I'll have to talk to you after class about that. He was like, you should have told someone. And she was like, well, I knew we couldn't miss class. No, you know what you can't miss? Jury duty. Uh, no, you can't not respond and not show up. And then 
ever, there was clearly a ton of people in the class that had never been called because they were like, oh, then you must have gotten called if you got a failure to, you must have gotten picked if you got a failure to appear. That's not how it works. People, how did you get this job? Please, it's really making me question myself. Um, my feet, my foot peels coming along real nicely. Brett one night looked down at the couch and was like, what the hell's on the couch? It looked like it was rain and men. It was like, oh, I'm not even gonna tell you. you. I mean, you put the pieces together. You know what it looked like all over the couch. Brett was like, that is disgusting. Go put socks on. So now I have to wear socks around the house. Otherwise it's just snowing from my feet. Oh, I know that's terrible. So I have to wear socks, but, um, I started to read the package cause I felt like it was, it's peeling good, but it's not peeling enough because my heels are really rough. <laughs> also disgusting. So I read the packaging and it said, if you have really tough skin, we recommend doing another one. Well, I was five days in when I read that. So I just, be I beamed myself up, put another foot peel on, sat here doing my my team's meeting, my class with my foot peel on, left it on for 90 minutes, took it off. And so now it's, they're still peeling really bad. And Brett's like, how long do your feet peel for? I didn't tell him I did another one. Cause I'm just like, mind your business. I don't want to talk about, I'm going to talk, you want to, you want to hear about it? Listen to my podcast. We're not going to talk about my foot, my foot ash. So, um, it's still peeling. It's like peeling all over again. I don't understand. I thought it was maybe going to peel less this time, but no, it's just, I, I mean, I was already suffering. Like I can't wear, sh I have to wear closed toed shoes and socks everywhere. So I might as well, if I'm going to do it again, just do it back to back to back. So that's what's happening right now. I'm still shedding, ready to hatch my new feet. I can't wait for them to make an appearance. Um, it's going to be really nice once they do. And I also can't wait to stop wearing socks to bed because I am so hot at night. It is ridiculous. I wake up at night. Half the time I've kicked Chuck off the bed. My feet are hanging out of the bed. It's just, oh, it's not, it's not the business wearing socks to bed. If you wear socks to bed, you're a different type of animal. Let me tell you. Colton Cassie, there was this report that came out this week that, or maybe last week. No, it's not, definitely not this week. Last week, Colton said that him and Cassie were actually doing a reality series on Netflix about being friends after a breakup. And then somewhere the road got bumpy and everything hit the fan. And then Netflix approached him about filming this documentary about coming out. Well, how did Netflix know before everyone else? Colton claims that he was at this gay spa in Los Angeles, just quote, looking around. That's literally what he said in the interview. He was looking around and he didn't have sex. He still stands by the fact that he like hasn't had sex, I guess. Him and Cassie didn't. I don't really know. Um, he said he didn't have sex, but he was just looking around. And he said that someone came to him and said that they had naked pictures of him inside of that spa and blackmailed him into coming out. So I'm confused, Colton. Did you come out because you felt like it was the right thing to do? Or did you come out because you were blackmailed? He claims that after this person black mailed him. He went to his publicist, came out to his publicist, and then they kind of went from there and decided that he should come out. I'm like, what? You're telling a bunch of different stories. It's making me look at him, at him different. Anytime he posts something, I'm like, I don't know about you. Isn't that weird that he would say that? I just, I, I just don't understand all of it. So obviously then his publicist had this plan to come out, but had already been in talks with Netflix about filming this documentary series that I personally cannot wait to watch. I'm hoping that we get a straight story out of him. I mean, I don't know if we will, but your girl can dream. Something that I've had a lot of time for during my training, because the only thing I really check is my emails. I try to like stay away from my phone as much as possible. These Redfin notifications, you know, your girl is obsessed with these Redfin notifications. There's 
a couple houses that went for sale recently on Crocker Road. It is my dream in life to live on Crocker Road. If you don't know what the houses look like on Crocker Road, do yourself a favor and Google Earth it or go on Redfin and look at the houses that are currently for sale on Crocker Road or go for a walk. It's amazing. I I can't. I have dreams about living on Crocker Road. I obviously know that's never going to happen unless we win the lottery, but It's just so nice down there. I really, my sister-in-law and I, I'm like, I want to park the car somewhere and go walk around Crocker Road one of these nights. Walk the dogs, daydream, pretend that we live there. My sister-in-law's like, I don't want to park my car in a a neighbor. I don't feel comfortable parking my car. And I was like, I'll drive. You know, I don't care. I'll park it in front of someone's house and be like, hey, just take it for a walk in the neighborhood. Hey, Susie. Hey, Karen. Um, for my birthday, my stepmom and my dad got me a gift card. I'd asked for a massage gift card. So they got me a gift card to Sack Massage Studio. So I emailed them to try to get an appointment. And I had a stroke during the, during the booking process. You would think I did because I emailed them seven times in a row. Seven times. I was trying to coordinate a time. And I kept looking at my calendar wrong. I'm just scattered right now. And so I booked an appointment and I said, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not available that day. Never mind. And then I realized I was looking at the wrong calendar. So I followed up again. Oh, that's wrong. I was looking at the wrong year. And then I sent another email. Oh, wait, now I'm on the right year and I am booked that weekend. And then I followed up again. Oh, I'm booked on the Sunday, not on the Saturday. Seriously, seven emails in a row. I felt so embarrassed. Like, I wish I didn't have a gift card now because I just want to hide under a tree and I never want to see these people because they're like a massage. You need a medication because you're on one. You're too high strung, which I recognize. I I fully know that it's a lot sometimes. Like when you're listening to this podcast, it could be I'm getting hot. I have to take my sweatshirt off just talking about this. I do realize that it can be a lot. And I. I understand, but these people don't know me. You guys know me at least, and you know that sometimes it's a lot and sometimes it's not. So anyways, he just disregards all my emails and just like cuts to the chase and books says, can you be booked on this day? And I'm like, yeah, he's like, okay, pick a time. I said 10 a.m. And so then I get a confirmation email and the time's wrong. It's at noon. And so I was like, I hate to be a bother and send an eighth email but you said I said 10 a.m. and this one says 12 and he fixed it. He was super nice. Like I didn't get the vibe that he was annoyed with me. And then that night I go to bed and Sack Massage Studio started following me on Instagram. I'm like, were they like, who is this psycho? And they had to look me up and then they started following me or what? Like, is that normal practice? Because I felt even more embarrassed when I was laying in bed that night because I couldn't stop thinking about it. It was one of those situations where I kept sending emails and my face was pr- progressively getting more and more hot like I would send another email and be like oh god this is embarrassing and then I was second guessing myself like oh should I even send another one or should I just leave it but I can't leave it because I'm booked the day that I said that I I just it was so much back and forth it's just so embarrassing I really need to get it together and just take a deep breath before I start doing things and maybe I'll see things more clearly or maybe not I mean it's a toss-up I've been getting a lot of porch deliveries and I know a lot of you are jealous. A lot of you have commented on it that I get a ton of porch deliveries and I don't know what it is, but I don't want it to stop. So I'm not going to dwell too much on it. I love porch deliveries. I just have so many great friends who just drop things off to me on a whim or when I'm having a bad day or one of the things that got dropped on my porch was a late birthday present. The doormat of Chuck. Oh my God. Wasn't that the cutest thing ever? 
obsessed with it. I was very torn. I wanted to put it at the front door so that people could see it, but I'm never at the front door. We're always at the back door. So I put it at the back door so that I could see it all the time because I'm literally just obsessed with it. But yeah, my friend Danae dropped me off um, one of the latte or the shaken espresso, the brown sugar shaken espresso that's back at Starbucks. It's not on the app. You can't order through the app. You actually have to go into the store. I went this weekend and I was like, my friend got the shaken brown. I don't even know how to say it on the menu. And she said it was here. And he was like, it is. He was like, we're not advertising it because we don't know how long it's going to be here. It just depends on how ham people go on the oat milk. And I was like, well, can I please have one? And now I want to drink it every day, but I know that I can't do that. Did you guys see the Starbucks um, order that went viral from this guy, Edward? It is insane. And the barista that took a picture of this order ended up getting fired because taking a picture and posting it violates their social media policy. Okay, it and people are so dumb. I was post I posted it on my Instagram and people were like, "Oh, that's diet. You should really rethink your order." I'm like, "Do you not see the name on Have you ever been to Starbucks? Is my name Edward? Shut the fuck up." One person in particular really pissed me off with their DM that they sent me. I'm like, "Ew, go away." Anyways, Edward ordered a imagine having, you know how Starbucks has to call things out in a certain order? Imagine having to call this out. It's a Venti venti caramel crunch frappuccino with five extra bananas, extra caramel drizzle, extra whip, extra ice, extra cinnamon dolce topping, seven pumps of added dark caramel sauce. I didn't even know that existed. Extra caramel crunch, one pump of honey blend, extra salted brown butter, five pumps of frapp wrist cough. I don't know what that is. Seven added frapp chips, heavy cream, double blended. How much does that cost? I want to go to Starbucks and ask them how much this drink costs. It's got to be pushing 20, if not over it, right? I mean, it's a, I do want to try a sip, but I would never order it because that is just, oh. And this guy, Edward, was interviewed by some news station. It happened in California. And he was like, they're not going to shame me into changing my order. Good for you, Edward. You shouldn't be shamed, but you should be ashamed because that's a lot and probably like 5,000 calories. So yeah, that drink is back. If you're one of the people that are obsessed with the brown sugar shaken oat milk espresso, it's back for a limited time, but you can't order it ahead. You actually have to go inside or go to a drive-through to order it. But then it got me thinking, if the oat milk's back and they have that brown sugar cinnamon pumps of syrup or whatever, what if I got an iced latte with pumps of that brown sugar and then instead of soy, oat milk? Like I wonder if it would make something similar and less expensive. I might have to try that out. Brett had this theory when we were talking about This Is Us last week. Brett thinks that it's getting boring. And I was like, oh my God, I'd already talked about it on the podcast, but I was like, oh my God, guess what? The next season of This Is Us is it. And he was like, yeah, I've kind of lost interest. And I'm like, oh, how dare you? Although I will admit it's not as good as it once was, but I think that it it can't always be the best thing ever. Like every episode can't have a twist. It's impossible, you know? So I appreciate what it is. And I understand what it is. And I like watching every week still. I don't have to cry every episode. Every episode doesn't have to have some mind blowing, you know, spoiler, not spoiler, but you know, some, some surprise at the end. But Brett was like, 
oh my God, I was like telling him, you know, they've already shot some of the end scenes and it's going to end. You know, we see Rebecca, she's on her deathbed and it's going to end, you know, surrounding that. We're going to get a look into how that's all, how we get to that point. And, you know, I don't know, we're going to find out. And Brett's like, wouldn't it be so cool if it ended like lost? Like, oh my God, this was all not real. And like, we were just seeing life as if Jack died. And then after this is us wraps up after season six wraps up. There's a whole new series of this is us called something totally different. And it's as if it's as if what's his name? Milo. It's as if Jack didn't die. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, like there's a whole nother series that comes out and it's as if Jack didn't die. Like he's alive. So everything's different, but it's the same characters and they're all the same. I'm like, no, that would be terrible. He's like, I should be a show writer. And I'm like, you should not. Thank you. Nice try, though. If it ends up ending like Lost or some bullshit ending, I'm going to protest. I'm going to be pissed. I also am very curious to see what Justin Hartley does after This Is Us is over. Is anyone else curious about that? Because I sure am. Like, I feel like, like I said, his role in This Is Us mirrors his real life. Is he going to be some like deadbeat actor playing a shirtless Manny on some TV show on Fox? I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll have to find out. Okay, Um, guys, this was great. My phone's ringing. Gotta go. Bye. Follow me on Instagram, What the Chuck Podcast. Tell your friends to listen. Share it on social media. Next week is my 52nd episode. Everyone was celebrating my 50th, and I appreciate you guys so much. But 52, that means it'll it'll have been a year. So mark your calendars. Next week's going to be a big one. Bye. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.